G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Well, as we do on a Friday, always a good opportunity to catch up with Bill Muhlenberg and talk about some of the things he's been writing about. Uh, We've been doing this each Friday through the whole year. Today, our last Culture Watch segment for the year. So a special welcome along to you, Bill Muhlenberg. Always great to be with you. Well, Bill, what sort of special plans have you got? Are you going away? Is this family time at Christmas? What sort of things do you plan? Oh, well, it's fairly quiet, to be honest. We tend to not do all that much, don't really go anywhere, do too much. It'll be the, you know, usual family, extended family Christmas and uh, take it easy a bit, but uh, nothing too major, not flying off to Europe or, uh, you know, anything quite as... uh, fancy, so it'll be pretty relaxed, I think. Maybe you even catch up on some more reading. Well, I was about to say, probably when you have a break, you probably don't read as much. (laughs) (laughs) But then you're sort of working the opposite to what most people do, and I suspect that there'd be a lot of our listeners who are thinking, well, I don't get time, I don't Mm. have uh, the inclination through the year to read, but when I've got that couple of weeks off at Christmas and into the new year, I just want to devour something that's going to change my perspective on the world. Yeah. And <laughs> I know you've been writing about reading of recent times. Uh, if you were choosing a book to read this coming Christmas and into the new year, uh, what style of of literature would you recommend, Bill? Uh, look, it's uh, somewhat uh, subjective. I mean, if you looked at my own Marriage, I tend to be the uh, non-fiction reader in the family. Probably 98% of what I read is non-fiction. On the other hand, my wife, probably 98% of what she reads is fiction. So it partly depends what you uh, like to read. I mean, uh, I'm always recommending books. In fact, doing book reviews on my site. So plenty of heavyweight, uh, serious tomes I could recommend, whether theology or history or politics so it kind of kind of depends on uh, what your mood is and what you're interested in but uh, never a shortage of uh, good reading out there you know it's probably a little bit similar at my place my wife likes to read fiction and i'm the one who's the non-fiction reader and interesting when you start to talk about heavyweight tomes mm. because you could classify the sorts of christian reading we might do to lightweight middleweight and heavyweight, and uh, I guess there's a progression as you mature and as your understanding develops, you progress through to the heavyweight. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I imagine that uh, for some listeners, starting with lightweight is good, and then moving into something a little bit medium, and then up into the heavyweight stuff. Yeah, well, as long as they're reading, as long as they're exercising their mind, as, as long as they're not wasting countless hours in front of the idiot tube. Uh, Sad to say, uh, far too many people, Christians included, simply are not reading, or at least barely reading very much at all, and spend far too much time, whether TV or computer games or social media, 
they all have their place, but uh, as I just wrote in a recent piece, when you get a basically a dumbed-down people, a culture that is not literate, it's not historically aware, that's not reading and thinking, well, those kind of people become a good uh, object for uh, servitude and tyranny. Dictators always love a dumbed-down culture, and if people don't read and think, they're easily led like dumb sheep. So in my recent piece, I said not only is reading important just to make you a full and complete, and, a, and in case of Christianity, a, a, a smart Christian, but uh, it's an important bulwark against tyranny and to keep freedom in an age in which we're losing our freedoms fast. I imagine this time of year, a visit to the Christian bookstore might be a useful one. And I suppose there's still got to be cautions there about what you do buy even from the Christian bookstore. You hope that everything you're going to get is going to be great. And some of it will be lightweight, some of it will be medium and some of it will be heavyweight stuff. I I imagine you've got to find where you're going to be at when it comes to your reading preference and then choose something that will stretch you a little more. Yeah, well, that's right, and uh, I probably should write an article one day, a kind of a how to choose a good book article or something like that. If you did go into your local Christian bookstore, there's a lot of good stuff, but I hate to say a lot of it is not certainly not highly recommended in my viewpoint. In fact, it tends to be the case those are those volumes which are some of the best sellers can be some of the poorest books around, certainly theologically and otherwise. And in fact, often the good stuff, the good uh, make-you-think theological volumes and ethics and apologetics, they're stuck away in a small corner in the back of the shop, so probably most people never even get to see them. So, uh, you know, it really does depend. We can read a lot, but still read a lot of junk, which isn't stretching you, which isn't making you more godly, more Christ-like, which isn't stretching your mind isn't uh, helping you to think Christianly about the issues of the world and how we can be salt and light. Uh, Sure, Christmas can be time to relax and read a brainless novel or two, that's fine. But we also need to be, well, as Jesus made it quite clear, loving God with all of our mind as well as our soul and strength. So uh, that's a commandment, and that's something we need to do more of and be better at. Bill, in this day and age, you can Google lots of things to get short answers. Uh, But joining the dots on the big questions of life sometimes takes a little bit deeper Mm. reading, deeper time-consuming reading uh, when it comes to wanting to join the dots. I mean, you know, you can assume that uh, the answers are there on Google, but... But having a deeper appreciation and understanding of the way God is moving and how his dealings are with mankind, it takes a little bit of extra effort. Yeah, it certainly does. Uh, And, of course, you have to be aware of Google. You can get a lot of good stuff. You can get a lot of bad stuff. You can get false information, misleading, even dangerous and harmful stuff with a simple Google search. So being well-read, being aware of what are some good books, some good authors, and getting a, a thorough biblical worldview, which means not just knowing your bio, Bible carefully, but knowing uh, some about history, some about politics and culture. I think that's all a great help if we want to be effective in reaching 
our generation for the gospel. Uh, you know, it's fairly obvious we do this. If you're an overseas missionary heading off to Japan, for example, probably want to learn the Japanese language and learn a bit about Japanese culture, history, and politics so that you are better able to reach the Japanese with the gospel. It's the same here. We live in a post-Christian culture. We should know something about our culture, especially as it becomes more and more anti-Christian, and uh, know more about how a biblical worldview offers important truth to a world that really is starving for truth and reality about God. Reflect for me for a few moments, Bill, the idea that oftentimes uh, Christian believers are living in a dumbed-down Christianity or illiterate when it comes to the Bible, Uh, even the idea of being entertainment-mad in our culture, that we're actually ignoring some of the important things that we ought to be, taking time to read, to absorb, and to allow those things to change the way we think. Yes, well, the need of the hour is to uh, let my people think, let Christians start using their mind for the glory of God. Paul did say we should be renewed in our minds so that we can be transformed and love God and serve Him better. But sadly, as you know, many Christians won't even read their entire Bible through. They are biblically illiterate. And uh, recent surveys have shown us at least American reading habits, and it's not looking too good. Uh, Almost a third of all Americans have never read one book throughout the whole year. Uh, That's kind of scary. What are they doing with their time? Watching TV, playing games. Uh, Again, uh, dumbed-down people is both a shame for the Christian, because we're supposed to love God with our minds, but as I say, uh, easily uh, manipulated people as well. If we're not aware of what's happening, we don't see how we fit in with the bigger scheme of things, we haven't learned the lessons of history, well, we can be uh, real sheep being led to the slaughter, and plenty of uh, tyrannies run on that very thing. In fact, just think of how many of these uh, have uh, their little book-burning uh, sessions as well. So the two go together, a well-read, literate people are not easily hijacked and hoodwinked, but a dumb-dumb culture is very easy to manipulate and uh, abuse and misuse. So Christians of all people should be leading the way, but if we can't even read our own Bibles, well, then we've got a lot of work to do. Well, reading a goal for this Christmas and New Year season, and Bill, as a writer of books... Uh, You do have a new book out. Let Mm -hmm. me just uh, draw attention to that because you've written a number of books and you do like to write about uh, those ethical, moral issues uh, that not only we here in Australia but the West and, in fact, the whole world is facing challenges all about. Your new book uh, is The Challenge of Euthanasia. Uh, It's just one of many uh, topics that people could read about and, 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 uh, and enlarge their understanding about through this coming Christmas New Year season. Yes, well, I suppose we could engage here in a little shameless uh, self-promotion. I think it would make it's a, a free kick here, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> I think it would make it for a good uh, Christmas gift, not just for yourself, but get two copies and uh, bring, give one to a friend. Uh, you know, just in South Australia, euthanasia was uh, knocked back a few weeks ago. Now in Victoria, it's being mooted again. In Queensland, it's now they're talking about. So again, it's being pushed everywhere. It's a hugely important issue. 
Yet, sadly, I think most Christians wouldn't have a clue how to think or discuss the merits of something like legalized euthanasia. So my new book, fairly brief, only around 100 pages, is well documented and gives you the facts, figures, information, as well as the biblical data on how to argue the case for a culture that's really, well, it's become a culture of death. So, yeah, that would be one of a number of volumes I might recommend. But we do have to be reading. We have to be thinking. We have to be engaging with our culture. Otherwise, we're just not going to be the salt and light that Jesus commanded us to be. And when you visit Bill Muhlenberg's website at BillMuhlenberg.com or you can simply Google Culture Watch, you'll be able to read an article that he's written about books, reading and tyranny in a postmodern world. Uh, you might also like to take uh, advantage of getting a copy or two of Euthanasia. It's The Challenge of Euthanasia. There's other books that Bill's written there too, The Challenge of Abortion, and also a couple of books that he's written about the challenge of homosexuality, strained relations and dangerous relations. Well, Bill, it's been a great year uh, getting your insights each Friday. Just uh, appreciate you so much, and I'm hoping that you and your broader family will have a wonderful, happy and holy Christmas, that it might be a time of uh, unity and uh, family uh, togetherness and uh, and expecting uh, some good things ahead in 2017. Thanks so much for being with us on 2020. Well, thanks so much for having me, and I look forward to doing it all over again next year. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.